0: You're listening to Live Alive Podcast, a weekly dose of motivation right in your back pocket. I'm Jordan Johnson.
1: And I'm Anissa Johnson. We're, We're your hosts.
0: hosts. Every week we share thought provoking conversations created to inspire you to bring the best version of you into everything you do. Think of us as the guide as you journey towards realizing your vision of successful and fulfilling life. Whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, building a business, or dreaming of being a stay-at-home parent. We're here to help you cultivate passion, purpose, and motivation in your everyday life. All right. Hey, good people. Um, I think we got a good one today. I'm, I felt I felt like we've had a handful of good ones. Uh, hopefully, but...
1: I mean, that's the point.
0: It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's, that is all of the points. Um, so, in a previous episode, we talked about uh getting comfortable with the uncomfortable mm-hmm. helping um really all of us become more aware of you know what it's what it's like and what it can feel like of trying to move something that is either you're afraid of or is new to you from one end of the spectrum of discomfort to to the other so i mean just to kind of kind of re that um thought that feeling a little bit um i feel like it's it's reasonable to think like m- many of us if if felt like you know something's not going to be fun, or it's, discomfortable, it's uncomfortable just talking about it, or we shy away from it, then we actually do it, and we think, it's not that bad. Not so bad. Not that bad at all. So that aspect of pushing through, pushing through discomfort, is uh, what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and moving forward, um, despite of, to a degree, and um, get into um, a few approaches that can help with that
1: yeah for sure for sure and the the payoff that that comes because anybody who's listening to this knows that you know when you try new things it's it's uncomfortable, but it's totally worth the growth and transformation that comes with it. So um, we're going to take you through three approaches um, that we think will help you to learn to push through discomfort. Because if you want to accomplish, you know, the the things that you want to accomplish, you're going to have to go through some discomfort. So um, we'll just jump right into it and um, kind of get through the to the first approach. Um, I think the reason this approach to me was was important because I think when you're starting something new it can just be overwhelming like you think about um, you know the end result and you think about you know what the overall goal is and so I think it's really important to when you are looking to push through discomfort or when you're approaching something that you know is going to be uncomfortable and push you out of your comfort zone to really just start small um, break it down into from this big massive rock into these these tiny tiny pebbles and um, that can look different depending on what it is that you are trying to do or um, accomplish. Um, for me, I think starting small is really just like learning more about. Um, what whatever this new thing is whether you're doing research or um you know deciding okay i'm gonna watch a video about this or listen to a podcast about this and um maybe Mm -hmm. just ask questions and and get curious but really to just take it from this big huge overwhelming thing to something smaller
0: yeah that's that's huge of like making it a more um attainable target or something Mm -hmm. you know You can digest a little bit a little bit better i feel like for me too thinking around that that first approach of starting smaller it's it's been helpful for me to you know think about um the outcome being less less all or nothing right like it's um i kind of kind of thinking about it in in you know one or two different ways right in starting small and trying to push thing through things that are uncomfortable for me if I kind of think about it in like a sliding spectrum of sorts, it kind of feels more attainable, meaning that you know, at any point in time when I take a first step, take a first small step, there's going to be some aspect of discomfort still there. Like it's a spectrum. Like it's I'm trying to move it towards something that's more uh, familiar, more comfortable, but I'm not going to be all the way comfortable or all the way uncomfortable during those moments of getting started. So that's certainly, I think, been helpful for me, and hopefully will continue to be so. Um, versus, um, I feel like sometimes we can, you know, take those first small steps with this thought process of it being more like a, a seesaw of like, hey, it's, 100% it's one hundred percent
1: one way or it's down yeah.
0: right. It's like either I'm either all the way comfortable with this or I'm terrified and miserable, right? right? So I think that's some way that you know I, I'm continuously trying to you know look at my. You know, first couple of small steps now.
1: Yeah. Or even just like imp- in, when it comes to like improving your skills or up-leveling, up-leveling skills, like when you think about, um, as you we were talking, I was just thinking about how I, th- I feel like sometimes when we try something new, whether it's a new skill or, or you know, a new project, we want to teleport from point A to point B rather than mm. to like go through the journey you got to put some miles in to get from point a to point B you can't just you know transport your body from, from or your you know your mind from point a to point b and so I think really just you know getting into that aspect of you know the the journey and like that this is a step that is a part of the greater overall goal and process
0: absolutely and it, and it can be for like starting small to push through, discomfort or as as an approach to push through discomfort can be for for anything i think Mm -hmm. it makes me think about for me of like actually emptying the dishwasher i was like what that (laughs) what that felt like it it, it sounds a little um unsettling to think about it now but (laughs) i was very uncomfortable with the task of emptying the dishwasher it's just seemed so daunting
1: yes so much so that you would rather reach (laughs) into the dishwasher and pull out a clean fork or knife rather than to transport the clean dishes into their rightful home yeah. which we all know is more <laughs> is actually more convenient you know to open up the drawer and to, to yeah. grab out yeah. you know what, whatever it is that you need when it's in its home versus when it's in the dishwasher that's actually a really good example because it is things like that that are so like almost small and minuscule that it's like oh, and you make it this big whole daunting task that in actuality it takes probably about 10 minutes to do up front right and then in the long run rather than you know when you're when you're looking to eat something or drink something rather than having to go into the dishwasher and pull out a clean dish you can go to the cabinet or the drawer and and pull out that clean dish because you you Took the 10 uncomfortable minutes to to empty the dishwasher yeah
0: an example feels right because for me i didn't start emptying um the whole dishwasher i feel like it was right. a step of like oh, i'll put a few things from the top rack away yeah and so, well, it wasn't it was so painful i'm slightly okay. less comfortable less uncomfortable with this now and it's safe to say that i have emptied the dishwasher end-to-end a couple times. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, and, and, how,
1: and, and what? How? What other benefits have you reaped besides the convenience of your? This is a great example, by the way. But besides, I'm being a little bit facetious. But besides the convenience of of your dishes being where they belong. What what other benefits could you have reaped in, in other areas of your life?
0: I mean, they say that you should always start with why. I mean, oh my goodness, the why behind a, me emptying the dishwasher was to make my wife happy. Wow. It, it was the most rewarding uh oh, I can't even begin to go down the, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, It'll eat up the whole episode. Just
1: <laughs> But it did improve an area of, of our relationship, and and I think that that's like as and I'm I'm giving you a bit of a hard time, but I do think that that's it's a small task that was uncomfortable for you, and and you've learned to you know just you know do it and get it over with, and and we both you know take part in that chore, but it's made for for a happier environment in our home, and so that's a huge payoff for like that's a huge payoff for yeah. a small level of discomfort yeah
0: absolutely and that's because you know i feel like the you know we think about you know getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and pushing through discomfort and your mind can so quickly go to like oh man i i did want to apply for that job and i didn't or you know i did want to you know ask this person out and i didn't or i didn't want to confront my partner about this thing that's been uncomfortable to me but i, I did the some of the tasks aren't always grand like they can be small but with exponentially large outcomes or impact etc
1: right right so that's an example of how starting small can help you to push through discomfort so that's one of our tools that we have um, for you today but then an- another tool the second tool that we're going to talk about is is something that i touched on a little bit earlier when i when i was talking about you know getting from point a to point b and making sure that you're putting in those miles and not wanting to skip and teleport you have to in this point number 2 make it less about the end result um, getting curious about the process takes a lot of the discomfort out of it because what you end up doing is rather than when you're starting something new or you're trying something new or you're you're you know getting in a new habit rather than making it about being good or being bad at something you're making it about the journey and you're making it about the learning and so you know one of the ways that you can kind of do that I think is through reframing what you want um, and so a lot of times when we're in uncomfortable situations or we're, we're scheduling conflict in our lives, it's really around what we want. We want something for you. And the dishwasher example is, it was you wanted to improve an area of, of our relationship mm-hmm. and you knew that doing this, getting more comfortable with this chore w- would help that. Um, so almost like reframing what it is that you want. So I put a couple of examples together that are like kind of... Um, I would say very common. Um, so if you have a goal of wanting to lose weight, um, you might say like, I want to lose you know 30 pounds in three months or whatever it is. And that can be very daunting. So not only is that something that you want to, to make smaller, but rather than starting there because it's very specific and this is how we, we hit goals by being specific, but sometimes it can kind of like pull us back a little bit. And I think this is one of those instances. So you could simply reframe that. I want to lose 30 pounds in three months to, uh, I'm going to learn how to fuel my body in a way that supports me and gives me energy and makes me look and feel my best. And, So then you're learning like, oh, well, when I eat this, I feel this way or, you know, my digestion is better or whatever it is. And it's not so much like, oh, well, the three months has passed and I didn't lose 30 pounds. So therefore I suck because and you might not say those things, but like that is kind of what we say to ourselves when we don't hit a goal. Um, And when you take out the black and whiteness of failure or success and put in the curiosity of. I'm learning how to do this so that I can support my body. Mm. It really just changes the entire way that you approach it.
0: Yeah. I could see that how that would change the whole energy yeah. of, of of the approach. And I feel like, you know, the reason why I love that second approach of making it less about the end result, um, which again, I, I think that's a, that's a, this is a really great thought on this idea. It's rich is like, you know, you also prepare yourself for like the inevitable difficulty or setbacks along the journey of that goal. And here's what I mean by that, right? Like, if you're trying to, you know, climb this like proverbial staircase, if you will, to whatever the achievement is, like thinking about yourself at those highest standards, at the highest levels of that, like, oh, I've already lost a weight, thinking about, what it's necessarily going to feel like in that sense. Yes, it can be good in terms of creating like initial inspiration. Mm -hmm. But once that initial inspiration wears off, like it's got to have focus around the first stair step and the second stair step. Because like you're even though you're not there yet, even though you're not to maybe that weight loss goal, you're putting yourself there mentally though. So everything that to maybe trips you up or could slow you down or you start to feel uncomfortable in some area, your fall's really, really long because mentally you're at the top.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mentally you're
0: at the top. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that just feels really, um, really impactful for like, again, the initial inspiration. But like once the journey begins in, in the steps that are already uncomfortable for you, it just seems really... Um, beneficial to make it less about, as you say, that, that very end, end goal and focusing on the, the journey.
1: Absolutely. I, I love that um, ad about, you know, when you're thinking about it being being at the top or being at the end goal, you put so much pressure on the process. And so like just reframing your thoughts around your goal and what it means to really get yourself into like the journey um, is—it's transformational.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm—I'm um, hitting I'm I'm getting the conviction feeling as we talk about this too, because I feel like this this second approach around making it less about the end result—I'm I'm particularly bad at at times. Same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I, this one is kind of like. You know make that known i think a lot of this is 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 so beneficial and i think as we talk to you as we talk to you you know anyone that is, that is listening this is rich for all of us mm-hmm. i think as we work towards trying to support everyone is as, as, as guides and we get to help try to guide ourselves as well because man i've allowed myself some very deep pitfalls mm-hmm. from getting you know trying to work through certain things that maybe make me just you know uncomfortable um um, I've I've faced some pretty deep pitfalls of focusing so much on that end result and less on the less on the journey. Well, one of the um, one of the last approaches to like kind of how how you can push through and work through that discomfort that we want to bring to uh, you guys is repetition. Hmm. Um, we kind of highlighted that a little bit, started to crack open that idea and that thought in a previous episode, um, but you know, repetition does kind of wrap all these things up. Um, Like we talked about the first approach of, you know, starting small. And then we, you know, talked a little bit about um, focusing less on the end result, more on the journey. And wrapping those things is like, you know, so key. It's, it's you know, it makes me think about it from the sports lens of of, of life, if you will. Like it's the same thing, but, you know, professional athletes anyone that wants to try to move from some level of unfamiliarity or discomfort to proficiency like it, repetition is is key and you can exchange proficiency with comfort like that's what it's about of moving from some area of the spectrum about a certain task or a thing where you're uncomfortable to try to shift that you know sometimes it's just a little bit to get better Um, into a side of the spectrum that's more comfortable to you and the reps the reps are key like it's it's a it's a repetition um key to you know working through that discomfort
1: yeah and that makes you more comfortable with being uncomfortable um if you and I think, and I touched on this in in the last episode when I was talking about, uh, you know, my Pilates class and how we our instructors literally do call these reps "money reps," mm. and and the reps that are referred to as money reps are so in Pilates. What this the way that this uh, class is structured is that we do the exercise to to failure essentially, but there are also different holds and pulses of different um of different movements so if you're squatting down you do it very very slowly and you squat up and then you squat down at your highest point of tension so that for me is at the bottom and then you pulse it out for however many counts that they say and somewhere along the way your muscles will start to shake and once your muscles start to shake, it's a sign that your muscles are reaching a point of failure. And it is wildly uncomfortable, particularly mm. when you are doing legs because you're just like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm about to fall you're over. Really like that legs. is what you think. You truly think, I'm about to fall over, I'm gonna fall off of this machine. like this is gonna be crazy and it's gonna be really bad. Um, but then you go slow and you're, you're shaking and they let you come out of the pulse and they're, and they say, These are the money reps. Give me three more reps. Just three. I always try to do the three reps because what usually happens, because you you come out of the pulls and you're like, I'm quitting. Like, let me just like reset real quick and then I'll get back into it. Um, But what that does is it releases the tension in your muscles. So your muscles kind of stop failing, which means your muscles stop growing. So when you keep the tension on and when you stay in the discomfort and your legs are shaking and you come out of that pulse and then you go into a full rep up and down three times, what usually happens by the fourth rep is that you realize, oh, I'm good. I can keep going. The Mm. shakes go away because you're back moving in a full range of motion and you've just kept moving. You don't know that unless you push through the initial discomfort where you're, Where your muscles are shaking and your brain is telling you to take a break, you have to overcome it and push through so that you can prove to yourself, oh, I can do that thing. So then the next time that you're shaking and the next time you're uncomfortable and the next time that your brain is having the same thoughts that we want to quit, that this isn't fun, I don't want to do this. Oh, I did it last time. Mm, yeah. so, so I can actually do it this time. I just need it. I just need to get to these th- through these next three reps, and I'll be on the other side of that hill, on the other side of that mountain, and I'm getting stronger. And that's what I came for. And the same applies for in life when you are trying something new maybe you've started small and you've gone through the steps and you're learning about you know how, how to fuel your body and how you know you know how to support your your energy and and different things that you know that you want out of life and then something comes along maybe it's a vacation and then you fall off of your plan or your habits or whatever it was that you developed and what you need to remind yourself in those moments where your brain is telling you, oh, we failed, oh, we might as well just throw the entire whole, you know, change that we've had in our lifestyle for the past however long, we might as well throw it out the window because we had a week where we went on vacation and we, we, we messed up, we, we killed our diet or whatever. And we, we tell ourselves that we reversed everything when it's not really true. The truth of the matter is that you have done this before, you have gone from the the poor habits that you've historically had to developing better habits. So if you go on vacation and you have fun and you go off of whatever your eating plan is, it's fine because you know exactly what you need need to do in order to get back to the habits that you've established. Mm -hmm. And so that also goes back to what what you said Jordan when you were talking about how big we make the fall. Yeah. We make the fall so big that we uh, that we make it almost impossible and useless to get back on track and to get to those money reps.
0: Yeah. Um and like I'm so glad you brought your Pilates class back into that though because it's it makes me think about it in the sense of like all all of the effort of, of pushing through your discomfort, whatever it is, you know, whether it be a fitness exercise, whether it be emptying a dishwasher, like <laughs> it's all a muscle. Like our brains mm-hmm. it are a muscle in a sense, and I'm, I promise you, I'm not about to go down a science class route on this one, but thinking about it in that muscle, it's muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Like if like you're, you know, I'm trying to get more comfortable by repping my empty the dishwasher muscle, right? Like you may be trying to get more comfortable by by, um, repping your having difficult conversations in your relationship muscle Mm -hmm. um, or talking to your boss muscle or whatever it is. And like, I love how you you start to to frame this up in in that aspect of like, it gets easier to get back on track because you have muscle memory, Mm -hmm. right? And like in any of those senses where you lose a little bit of confidence or you kind of feel like ah I've done this before but I'm feeling kind of uncomfortable talking to my boss or my spouse or significant other about this thing even though I've you know we've successfully had a difficult conversation before well if you've had those repetitions if you've had those reps it's a little bit more efficient to get back to that muscle muscle memory
1: yeah and you have evidence that you can do that you have evidence that I've done it before I can do hard things and that's really what this entire episode is about. It's about setting yourself up through, you know, starting small to push through the discomfort, but also, like, you know, enjoying the journey and the process and, and making not only those, those aspects of get, pushing through discomfort, but, like, then also doing it again yeah and 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 scheduling i always talk about schedule discomfort in your life if you schedule discomfort in your life you will inevitably schedule growth in your life Say Um, say that one more time if you schedule discomfort in your life you will inevitably schedule growth in your life mm. so you get into the habit of doing difficult things and, and if you're listening to this podcast then you are probably someone who is goal oriented and you you have these things that you want to accomplish setting goals is a way of scheduling discomfort in your life you you ever notice how when you set a goal in life like it's almost like it's almost like god's like okay all right Let's see, let's see what you're really talking about. Like let's see, let's see if that's what you really want. You really want that? Okay, you really want that job? Bet. Are you
0: willing are, to really get uncomfortable? Are you
1: really willing to do this? And I think that that is it's it's something that I feel like we 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 skip over or we glide over. but when you are setting goals or do, wanting to grow, you have to schedule that discomfort and Mm. that can look a number of different ways. Like for me, it typically takes form of me trying something new from a fitness perspective because I know that I'm always going to be, I'm always going to, it could be, it could be Pilates. It could be yoga. It could be whatever it is. And I'm always going to be like, Oh, and this is like about how my brain and my mindset is changing. I don't know why I do that, but I do think it, I do think that the, the two are connected. Like it's, it's, it's impossible to push your body through something that you don't really enjoy, that you're not really loving without having a shift in mindset. Um, mm, so yeah, sure. like scheduling challenge in your life so that you can continue to grow, so that you don't plateau.
0: That's huge. That's huge. Well, we we certainly wanted to take you guys through, and, and, and I think done so, um, three approaches to helping push through discomfort. We started with um, examining how to start small, what's that look like? breaking things down into uh, more manageable pieces for that approach. And secondly, making it less about the end result. Um, and being able to focus on the journey in that manner. And then we just finished talking about the third of these approaches in getting the reps in, hitting the repetition so that you know these aspects that made you maybe more uncomfortable can begin to feel a bit more like a habit.
1: Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope that it leaves you feeling inspired to actively pursue your goals and live alive, whatever that means to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, tell us what you think by leaving a review. Reviews help more people like you discover the podcast. I'm Anissa Johnson.
0: And I'm Jordan Johnson.
1: We'll see you next time on Live Alive Podcast.